listening to the My Pet Podcast, the show for pet lovers of Australia and around the world. Hi, you're listening to the My Pet Podcast. I'm Ari, and as always, I'm with our resident vet, Dr. Glenn. Hello. Um, so this is just general advice. For advice specific to your dog, take your dog to the vet. If you're watching this because your dog has been bitten by a snake or you think they could have been bitten by a snake, stop the video, go to the vet right now, right now. Absolutely. Like don't put on a new shirt, go to the vet right now. Yep. And don't take the snake, don't kill the snake, don't go near the snake, just go to the vet. The vet doesn't want your snake. No. Yeah. Good advice. Yeah, you don't want the snake? No, don't want the snake. Okay, okay, good. Okay, good luck. Okay, bye. All right, now everybody else, hopefully you're just here watching this for future reference. Um, and, um, yeah, let's get some tips about some snake safety yep. from Dr. Glenn and what to do in the case of a snake bite. This is very relevant because um, I've made really good friends with my snake catchers this weekend. Yep. Um, I had two, two lovely brown snakes um, start a maternity ward on my back patio. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, it's there's lots of snakes around, um, unfortunately. They're lovely animals, but when snakes and dogs mix, it's not very good. No, it's, yep. it's not. Yep. Um, and yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm not, I'm not scared of snakes. I actually quite like them as well. Um, but um, yeah, I don't want them to bite my doggy. No. Um, so, um, unless you see your dog being bitten by a snake, how do you know? And everybody watching, Glenn is an expert at this, <clears throat> not just because he's a vet, but because your dog has been bitten how many times? I think I've had sixteen snake envenomations or snake bites. In my house yard at home with um, two of my dogs. Um, Epony has, I think she's up to five browns and four red bellies. And uh, Foxy, who is no longer with us, um, had four browns and two or three red bellies. So, yes, um, lots of snake bites at my place, unfortunately. And I, I'm in a rural, semi rural um, urban area practice, and um, I see a, a dozen or more snake bites um, every year, sort of yep. spring summer period, yep. snake season. Yep. Yeah. So, how do you know that they've been bitten by a snake if you don't see it? Um, symptoms vary, um, and symptom onset varies. Um, literally, you know, Australia has got. I think six or eight of the most top ten venomous snakes in the world. Um, and, I mean, certainly um, eastern browns, um, red belly blacks, um, taipans, tigers, um, small-eyed snakes. Um, yeah, there's there's lots of venomous snakes out there. Um, in general, we've got sort of brown snakes and black snakes, mm-hmm. which have got different toxicities, mm-hmm. but they're all variations on the same theme. Um, neurotoxins that cause um, paresis, paralysis um, and neurological problems, yeah. um, cardiovascular toxicity, so, I mean, acute heart problems and um, becoming bleeding disorders, mm. um, red blood cells that blow up in the bloodstream so they are destroying their own red blood cells within the bloodstream. Wow. Um, and that cascades through to um, kidney problems um, where the kidneys block up through the blood breakdown products. Wow. Um, and there's some that do both, right? Some that do both, yeah. Wow. Um, and it's dose-related and, um, I mean, red bellies are sort of slower to less – likely and slower to cause the neurological problems but probably cause more bleeding disorders um, and knock the organ systems around more. So, yeah, vary of themes but really has my dog been bitten? Um, Acute collapse, more so with browns and taipans but sometimes um, very worryingly for 
the dog's health, they will recover from that and people think that the dog's fine, it must have been a whip snake or a less venomous snake or didn't get much or something. Um, but, yeah, animals will they'll collapse within 5, 10, 15 minutes of being bitten um, and sometimes it's excitation and nearly seizures mm. um, and, like, colonic spasms and can't stand up. But then 5 or 10 minutes later they'll be up and about and clinically normal and recover, um, but they've got – a fatal dose yeah. in the system. They've recovered from the acute neurological side of things, but they, within hours, become progressively paralysed and and all the blood clotting stuff and all the other stuff yeah. as well. Um, so, yeah, recovery from a problem after a snake bite is critically bad because they've probably got a fatal dose. Yeah. Um, right through to, I mean, the same brown snake could cause increasing paralysis without any other symptoms like six to eight to ten to twelve hours later. Yeah. So there's been plenty of dogs that have been, you know, seen with a snake in the afternoon, haven't shown any symptoms, dog goes to bed and owners wake up in the morning, the dog's paralyzed. Yeah. Um the bleeding side of things, again, that's internally and externally. So it's it's a bit like rat bait toxicity, like they can bleed internally. Mm-hmm. So you you've just got, you know, coughing from bleeding in the lungs or bleeding in the abdomen. Um heart troubles, I mean, if they're going to die within minutes, it's usually the acute cardiac toxin Mm. effect, um, which doesn't happen very often. Um, Obviously, it's dose-related. Sometimes it's just a single bite. The dog's running along on a walk and the snake's there and it's just a warning bite. Mm -hmm. Um, If a dog's attacking the snake or if it's got the snake in the mouth, I mean, the snake's battling for its life, so it's going to repeatedly bite with maximum envenomation to to try and get out of the situation. Yeah. so it's a wide range of symptoms, but the main thing is if you've got any doubt at all that your dog's been bitten by a snake, I would recommend attending your vet or an emergency vet because we can do tests that give us a better idea of what's yes. going on um, and um, treating them before they show increasing symptoms is definitely the best chance of A, getting out of it with your wild intact because the earlier you treat yep. them, the less intensive You've got to treat them um, because if they become paralysed and that includes paralysis of the respiratory muscles, I mean, there's been plenty of um, dogs that have been on ventilators for two days, three days, five days, ten days um, on artificial ventilation, which saves their life, but you've got a um, a very large emergency and critical care, intensive care bill um, at the end of it. I think there's something that a lot of people don't realise is that you guys can test to see if they've been bitten and... Also, what kind of venom, what kind of anti-venom rather yep. to use? To, to a large extent. And it's it's complicated because, I mean, there's, you can buy snake envenomation tests, um, which CSL makes. Um, they're pretty accurate. But sometimes they don't come up on the test and they have been bitten because, uh, again, okay, what's the toxin doing? Like it's um, it's the, the bite goes underneath the skin mm-hmm. and the venom's underneath the skin. Um, it then doesn't go via the bloodstream very often. It's mostly in the lymphatic system, yes. so it's then absorbed. So if the dog's just been bitten and you do a snake envenomation test then and urine is more um, accurate than a blood sample mm-hmm. and, and you can swab a bite site, but you next to never find a bite site on a dog. Like, yes. you, know, you can be convinced that the dog's been bitten by the brown snake and they've collapsed, but you can't find a bloody bite site on them anywhere. And you yeah. don't need to find a bite site. Yeah. But absence of a bite site has got nothing to do with have they been bitten or not. Yeah. Um, but the test, you know, it's pretty accurate. Probably more accurate is blood clotting um, times. Yeah. Um, and that can be dictated um, at the vet clinic and, and use that as a, a clinical indicator of, okay, have they got 
venom in the system a lot. And it's also clinical signs. Yeah. Um, but sometimes it's complicated where you'll be presented with a, a pet that's, you know, got paralysis symptoms and, and if you're in a snaky area, often you're in a paralysis tick area yep. and, okay, you've got a paralysed dog, is it a snake or is it a tick? So, okay, we could still be both. We don't know that it's seen a snake, so it could still be both. We're trying to find a tick, can't find a tick. Okay, is that because we can't find a tick or because it was bitten by a snake? Um, yeah. So then you do the clotting tests um, and, and it's got an extended clotting time. Okay, it's more like it's been bitten by a snake. Yeah. Um, but so you, you know, definitely don't need to see the snake and this is why they don't no, need to see the snake. Don't need to see the snake. Even if we don't dislike snakes, we <laughs> just don't want the snake. No. Um, and, yes, I've, I've had dead snakes presented to me in shopping bags and Tupperware containers that definitely aren't dead no. and people have picked them up and put them in – a bag thinking that they were dead and it's a live brown snake that could well have bitten them. I oh know. So then um, you don't, you're going to have the, the dog at the vet and the people at the hospital. It's correct. just a bad time. Yeah, just, no, don't do it. It's a bad time. Yep. Yeah, just no. Oh, um, but, yeah, bottom line is um, there's tests that can give us good indicators that Mm-mm. the pet's been envenomated um, and nowadays we've got multivalent antivenine um, where you don't need to know what the type of snake is because the antivenom treats for both browns and red bellies. So you don't, you don't need to know. Lovely. Yeah. Well, both, both brown snakes and black type yeah. snakes. Yeah. Thank you to yeah. science for developing that Absolutely. very handy tool. Yeah. And you still get just brown antivenine, but it's usually cheaper to give the multivalent because there's a lot more of the, um, the antivenom in it. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so – what first aid can people do if they know that the dog has been bitten yep. by a snake? Yeah, if you see cat. if you see a dog with a snake, um, and you see the dog getting bitten by the snake, um, try and remove your dog as quickly as possible from that situation. Um, put your dog on a lead, keep them as calm as possible to be moving as little as possible, um, and put them in the car and get to your nearest vet. Ring your nearest vet if they need to be rung. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, th- there's very little point in – because, I mean, most of the bites I see, I think, are probably around the face because yeah. they usually got – the dog's got the snake in its mouth or it's trying to get the snake with its face um, and the dog bites it on the face and maybe it bites on the limbs. And, I mean, I've seen suspected snake bites on limbs, but by the time you try and put a effective um, compression bandage on the limb of a dog that's jumping around having been bitten by a snake yeah. – it's probably very ineffective anyway. Yeah. I mean, dogs have got short limbs that are difficult to bandage and all the rest of it. So it's really just keep them as calm as possible, um, seek veterinary emergency attention as soon as possible. Yeah. yeah. And what do you do when your own dogs get bitten? I keep them as calm as possible. I put them in the car, I take them to the vet clinic and start running tests on them. <laughs> <laughs> and say not um, again. I think I've, yeah, I've done like 40 or more tests on my dogs to see if they've been bitten um, by snakes. Yeah, so many because they. I mean, some dogs will go out of their way to hunt snakes, and that's and that's the problem. Like, I mean, if you chance across a snake, that's bad luck. Um, but some dogs are just bloody snake hunters, um, mm. and and all the bites in my place have been in my house yard, um, mm-hmm. which is about an acre mm-hmm. on my house yard, but it's got stables and horse feed and chickens adjacent to it and stuff. So there's plenty of um, food for snakes. Um, but yeah, my two horrible snake killers, they just. If there's a snake in the yard, they'll eventually track it down and try and kill it, the little bastards. I was so proud of my dog. Went with my brown snakes. They're my snakes now, apparently. <laughs> um, he, because they had taken up residence um, in the rose bushes just beside my back patio yep. and the path out of my back patio into my garden. And um, 
I one was gone, so I thought, cool, no more snakes, and walked out there very confidently. And um, my dog actually noticed the snake before I did, and he stopped and he looked at me as if to say, um, "There's danger." Like yes, Dan- the, danger noodle, danger yeah, noodle, like danger. Will Robinson, yeah, very nerdy reference. No one's probably going to get. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's ideally that's what your snake does. And ironically, with little scruffy Jack Russell, who are notorious hunters, mm. he stands back and barks, whereas the silly Dalmatian thunders in and says, "I'm going to deal with this situation." Yes. Oh, yes. Mm. So, um, treatment for snake bites. Yep. Um, we talked a little bit about the anti-venin. Yep. Um, what what other sort of treatment happens? I mean, there's uh, aggressive intravenous fluids to treat um, vascular shock. Um, there's medications to help counteract the effects of the toxin and also um, counteract the likelihood of an adverse reaction to the antivenine, which is pretty uncommon, but you're on cardiac monitors and pulse oxes and, and all the stuff that helps to um, keep them alive and and um, not going into shock and all yeah. those sort of things. Um, uh, I mean, if you've got paralysis syndromes, I mean, there's a lot of nursing care for um, expressing bladders mm-hmm. and, and keeping, you know, all the body functions happening mm-hmm. normally. Um, I mean, sometimes they need ventilation and it's usually only like um, larger vet clinics and specialist centres that can can do that and it's, you know, it's a it's a reasonably big task to go down that path. Yeah. Um, if you've got um, significant blood clotting problems, there's um, plasma, hyperimmune plasma that you can give the pets to um, stabilise their blood clotting mm-hmm. parameters um, because, yeah, you know, internal bleeding and that sort of thing, I mean, that's not cool. Aggressive intravenous fluid therapy to flush the kidneys out because if the um, sometimes you'll draw blood and blood should be when you spin it down it'll settle out into the red blood cells yep. and the clear serum if you I mean one of the quick tests you can do is spin that down if you've got hemolysis or um, red serum so the the red blood cells are breaking within yep. within the bloodstream um, and sometimes that happens but the blood clotting parameters are still normal but the serum is um, sowing shines of hemolysis yeah. um, and it's those blood breakdown products that affect the kidneys so you've got to flush that out of the system basically. Yeah. Um, I, intravenous vitamin C at high doses is not part of my routine therapy for um, for snake bite and venomation. Um, there's lots of um, uh, wives tale dash um, country people dash city people that give um, injections of vitamin C for dogs that are suspected really? of, of a snake bite, yes, um, and for its – miraculous cure properties um, and um, antioxidant and all sorts of things that vitamin C gets used for. Um, I have not it's, heard it's, it's not a known cure. Uh, look, I've seen dogs that have been bitten by snakes that don't die. If you gave that dog vitamin C and it didn't die, it wasn't going to die anyway. It wasn't because of the vitamin C. Um if, if your vet chooses to give vitamin C at the same time as antivenine, I've got no problems with that. But if you choose to give vitamin C instead of seeking veterinary therapy for your dog, and I know there's remote people out there and you're 400 kilometres from a vet and that sucks, um, and if you've got vitamin C, okay, maybe you're going to give it, but if you've got vitamin C instead of yeah. seeking appropriate veterinary care, which is a hell of a lot more likely to save a dog's life, yeah. um, that's my stance on vitamin C therapy. Yeah. Yes. Um, if your dog is a pirate and has scurvy, yes, maybe potentially some vitamin yes. C's but high high dose all at once probably isn't going to cure your scurvy either. No, yeah. no, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, just don't go there. Yeah, yep. no, and yep. um, yeah, maybe try and talk to your dog about um, not pirating because that's bad. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a ethical obligations there of pet owners to make sure their dogs don't become pirates. Absolutely. Um, 
Now, you're probably not a very good person to ask this question to because mm-hmm. I don't think you're very good at this. Sorry, Glenn. Um, <laughs> preventing snake Preventing bites. snake bites. <laughs> I'm better at that because clearly I just have a perfect dog. Yes. So. Um. Um, <laughs> first step, don't waste your money on snake repellent, ultrasonic, solar-powered um, snake repellent devices um, because they certainly don't work. There's no scientific evidence they work. And if you just Google um, photos of snakes lying curled up underneath snake repellent devices, um, that's a complete waste of time. Yeah. Um, save that money onto um, more effective um, fencing of your area to keep things that snakes like out, um, as in um, – clear the yard of um, debris and um, piles of tin and places that rodents and snakes like to live. Mm -hmm. Um, That would be a good idea. If you've got a chook yard, um, try and have as little um, mouse food out as possible. Use feeders that keeps the feet off the ground Mm -hmm. and do as many things to keep snake food sources away. Um, And, yes, the clearer your yard, which is easy for me to say, but I've got yeah stables in the house yard and a horse feed shed in the um, yard and a hay shed and, yeah, gardens everywhere with ground yep. cover that all the snakes like. Yeah, that um, was my problem too. Yeah. And also and, and that's not change. of all the rain, um, some of the, the back patio concrete like underneath that that yep. developed a nice hole that they decided would be a very good maternity yeah. ward. So. And, I mean, most of the time, if your yard is relatively clear, I mean, the snakes are just passing through. Yeah. Um, I mean, my dogs aren't allowed unsupervised out in the house yard if we're not there. They get locked in the stables um, if we're not at home or in, in the house because mm-hmm. they can't be trusted outside. Yeah. Um, but it's really just, yeah, all, all you can do, as much as you can do in Australia with lots of venomous snakes is um, have as little shelter for the snakes as possible and have as little food sources for the things that snakes eat as possible and, and really see that's all you can do because you can't snake-proof no. your um, yard. No. Um, well, sorry, you can. It is very difficult. There is um, wire mesh that's really fine that you can use to keep snakes out, but it's a very costly and large undertaking to do that. Yes, yeah. I have considered just making like a dome out of that wire and moving <laughs> into that. Just over the whole house. Weekend. Yeah, just, yeah. Making, but then knowing my luck, there'd be a snake inside That's the right. There's one already in there and then yeah. you're just keeping them in like a terrarium. Yeah. 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 They also like water apparently. Um, and I had um, some pots of bromeliads and um, on the back patio and the snake catcher said that the snake probably loved the water in oh, my bromeliads. like the water and like the frogs that like yep. being in the bromeliad flowers and, yeah. Yep. All those things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I read a funny story about a guy who um, I think it was in the early 1800s who was from Ireland and had a snake problem um, when he'd come to Australia and he um, ordered a whole boatload, like a whole big container of Irish soil to put down <laughs> in his Be- backyard. Because there's no snakes in Ireland. Yeah, and he thought that the Irish soil would deter <laughs> the snakes. That sounds like an Irishman joke. I know. I, I read, yeah, apparently this guy did this. So, um, yeah, that's an interesting tactic. Okay. I don't know. It's not top of my list on prevention no, for snakes. No, I wouldn't. I think it's probably not the best idea. Yeah. It's probably a big waste of money. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, um, it's um, not not fun having snakes close by. But no. um, but that's that's how you um, prevent it as much as possible. And, yeah, if in doubt, go to your vet. Yeah, absolutely. At the end of the day, yep. Yeah, definitely. And good training helps as well. Yes. If you if you, you're near the dog and you can tell the dog you can recall the dog and they're not yes. gonna chase after it, then yep. that's very helpful. Yep. Um 
if your dog listens to you. There, there is snake aversion training. Okay. Ethically, I'm not sure where I stand on that because it's it's negative reinforcement. Oh, and and I, I think there's lots of bad snake aversion training out there, right? Using shock calls and other things oh, okay. um, to try and convince this dog not to attack snakes. Right. Um, and yeah, it it it, ha- it happens. Um, I think for every positive outcome from that, there's probably lots of negative outcomes. Yeah. Um. So I I, I don't recommend that. Um. But it's it's out there, and you see people doing um, snake aversion training, but the methods that are used most of the time are probably not in the best interest of the dog. Yeah. Yeah. Look, every time I have encountered a snake that I've seen before my dog did, I've called him back to me before he's even seen it. And yeah. I thought I'm glad that he listened to me because yep. he often doesn't. Yeah. Look, um, <laughs> so, a good good yeah. general obedience training is always good. Idea. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, hopefully uh, you never have to deal with a, a, your dog being bitten by a snake. Yep. Um, and Murphy's Law says that now that you've watched this, you probably won't. Yep. Um, but if you end up like Dr. Glenn and um, your dog gets a habit for it, um, you know what to do. So yep. good luck. And, um, and there's a very good chance that they'll be fine if you seek appropriate veterinary care early. Yeah. Yep. Well, take care. Thanks, guys. Thanks, bye.